One of the great lessons I have uh, learned from Pope Francis, and I've learned lots of things as I've listened to him and particularly watched him, he does things in his actions that uh, teach us really good insight. So one of the things I've hooked on to is he's taught me how to look for hope, hopeful events and situations in a, in a world that seems to revel in presenting everything in a negative light, in a, with a pessimistic approach to things. And he's been able to see, particularly in, in our church, which seems to be going through lots of difficult times, he's been able to see things which make me feel really hopeful about the future. I thought if I spoke about some of those to you, then you might yourselves lock on to things that you've seen and say, yeah, I, I see something now that makes me feel as though we can stride on courageously. Last week I visited a mother in our parish um, whose son recently died after suffering many years of a, a rather cruel illness. So I thought I should go and visit her and see how she was going. Unsure, of course, what I was going to say, just hoping that uh, something would come into my mind. And I, I went in through her door, and pretty much before I had a chance to say anything, she said, and this is pretty much the words that I heard, I'm so happy that his suffering has ended, she said. And I now know that he's living with God. Now, I didn't need to say anything because she had found something that gave her great hope and it really gave me a, a great sense of confidence to think that in the middle of this great sadness was a, an outstanding faith that put sadness in perspective. Didn't remove it, but just gave it some type of um, understanding and reason. The mother and myself both mused on how pointless life and its pains would be if we didn't have a faith to put them in perspective. We'd still go through the pain, but there'd be no foundation, no cushion, I suppose, in, in which to, to lay ourselves. I thought later that real, genuine hope is not a smokescreen. It doesn't kind of blind you to say things are not happening, but it's kind of like a lens in which you can see things <coughs> as they really are and see what it is that you have as part of your resources to help you through it. Another event, two weeks ago over at uh, St Mary's, I gathered with a group of inspiring people who are journeying with us towards the Easter event. And at Easter, they will publicly profess their faith for the first time within the Catholic Church. Now, against a tide of religious apathy and indifference, these people will join us freely. They'll profess their adult belief in the relevance of the church. They'll profess their belief in the hope that Christ will come again in glory. They are professing a faith that the kingdom of God will not come to an end. Now, when it's so easy for people to criticise us for having so many people who may be leaving. It was so life-giving to know that there are seven or eight people from our communities 
who are saying that we believe that the faith we're seeking is enriching and life-giving. And when they said that, I just heard again, I renewed myself and saying, that's what I believe, except sometimes I don't always feel that way. So already they are ministering to those of us who've been part of this church for a long time because of the insights that they have. The third event that I want to share with you happened just on Friday when I celebrated a funeral service. We do lots of funerals here in the Ipswich Catholic community and in nearly every situation they are a painful experience for me as a celebrant as they are for the people gathered. But in this particular funeral um, was of a lady whom I had met the week before who had uh, knew she was dying but had said to me that many years ago, decades ago, was she uh, divorced. And she said that uh, she knew that she wasn't able to receive communion. And I said to her, have you remarried? And she said, no. I said, well, you know, that was open to you. That would have been something that you could have done. And she said, well, it didn't stop me going to church. I used to sit there each week because I knew, although I'd lost in her mind the, the option to go to communion, she said, I didn't lose my relationship with God. Now, I just thought, here is a woman who has not just carried the cross, she's dragged it, she's pushed it with her for all of those years, not wanting her great belief in Jesus to stop her from carrying this cross. I have a great regret that she wasn't able to speak with me or someone else who could have assured her that that communion would have been there for her, but I suppose in lots of ways all of us have something that we have to address and name as a burden that we carry. And yet at this time, particularly during Lent, it starts to feel as though we have a cross carried with Christ, by the side of Christ. In her, my homily at her funeral day, I just said these words that I remembered from the poet Emily, Emily Dickinson. Not knowing when the dawn will come, I will open every door. That really positive thing, to, to say, well, I don't know what tomorrow is going to hold for me. I don't know what burdens I might have to carry, but I'm not going to hide away from them. I'm going to open every door because it may be a dawn. It may be a new option. It may be a new insight. You know, I find uh, holding on to hope and finding new ways to cultivate that rather difficult at times. For a parish priest, that involves sometimes taking risks. It involves changing comfortable ways, both for me and for other people. It means that I have to think differently sometimes and act differently. And perhaps there are occasions when I make serious and costly mistakes. I know that as I look back on what I've done along the way. And yet I believe that all Christian ministry has to be based on this belief that we are hopeful people seeking understanding. We put our hope out there first and hopefully 
as things evolve and as we put our hope into action, we start to see the rightness or the changes need to be made. St John Paul II, our former Pope, said, it's very important to cross the threshold of hope, not to stop before it, but to let oneself be led. Well, I think Lent is a time, first of all, to look at the cross, to name it, to pick it up, and to put it behind the cross that Christ is carrying so that in some type of procession we are moving with him forward as persons or communities of hope. A hope that will be focused on a kingdom that we will hopefully see in our life. A kingdom that will make us free.